0: Live from the WLI-WFM studio in Southampton, New York, on Thursday, January 4th, 2024, I'm Gianna Volpe. New York Governor Kathy Hochul said yesterday that she will try to throw out the current way reading is taught and require all schools to teach phonics, a once widely used system that has had a rebirth nationwide since reading test scores plummeted during and after the COVID-19 pandemic. Michael Gormley reporting on Newsday.com that under her proposal, all school districts would need to align with the science of reading approach, which includes phonics or sounding out words and decoding the root of words to increase comprehension and vocabulary. Hochul said schools would need to certify to the state that this practice is in place by September 2025. Uh, Hochul said New York State is currently not meeting basic reading proficiency levels. Uh, And her Back to Basics initiative is a bold goal to change how reading is taught in New York. Uh, Hochul said details of her proposal will be released next Tuesday with her State of the State Address, in which she tries to set the legislative agenda for the year. In New York, the State Board of Regents sets education policy and would likely reject Hochul's proposal. The board could support, reject or amend it. The proposal also would be reviewed by the Senate and Assembly education committees, and the state ledge would ultimately decide whether to accept or reject that proposal. Hochul also proposed the state spend $10 million to train teachers uh, in phonics and related strategies, often called the science of reading, aimed at teaching students to read at grade level by third grade. I learned to read uh, with that method, and it worked pretty well. In other news, East Hampton Town Supervisor Kathy Burke-Gonzalez highlighted goals for her administration during her first state of the town address Tuesday. The new top official gave the inaugural address after taking an oath of office along with freshman councilperson Tom Flight during a meeting at which legislators also appointed a town budget official to a key position. Joe Workmeister reporting on newsday.com that Burke Gonzalez's speech focused on ways to support community members, such as plans that are underway for a new aquatic center in Montauk and a senior center in Emma Gansett. She also spoke of improving communication between the town and public about making new investments, such as upgrading town facilities with low nitrogen septic systems. In addition, the soup highlighted ways the town of East Hampton plans to continue to address climate change. She also spoke about the need for affordable housing that will include a push for accessory dwelling units. Burke Gonzalez told Newsday, "Later Tuesday it has been a natural transition to move into East Hampton's top post after serving as a councilperson for a decade." Quote from Burke Gonzalez, I think for me, having been here for 10 years and working through two administrations, I have a good sense of the job. Burke Gonzalez succeeds her fellow Democrat Peter Van Skoyek, who retired after six years as supervisor. After Tuesday's ceremonial proceedings, council members approved resolutions to create a new town administrator position and appoint Rebecca Hansen to the role. Also in in East Hampton, the East Hampton Healthcare Foundation will hold a free community health fair at the St. Luke's Church meeting room, 18 James Lane, at tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, we mentioned yesterday there's going to be flu shots, health screenings, applications for colorectal screenings, uh, appointments for no cost mammograms and Pap tests. Representatives and information will be on hand from health insurance organizations, Sun River Healthcare, and the town of East Hampton Human Services Department. Uh, there will also be applications and information about SNAP, and attendees will have the opportunity to speak with a nutrition educator. Um, the event is open to the public. For more info, you can call 631-329-2425. And finally, here in Southampton, at Southampton Town Hall, This week, it was a case of out of the frying pan, into the fire that is the best fires. Tom Gagola reporting on 27East.com that following a morning swearing-in ceremony yesterday that saw three new members join the Southampton Town Board, uh, they got right to business at an early afternoon organizational meeting highlighted by public comments about the upcoming expiration of a six-month moratorium on Bess. That's battery en- energy storage systems. That was uh, enacted in July. The moratorium came about following intense community pushback into the siting of one of those facilities in Hampton Bays. The facilities are designed to store and de uh, excuse me, hold on, and deploy energy that comes from renewable sources such as solar and wind power. I was pulling up information about where I'm reading the weather, and my dad texted me about cupcakes I made for Harmony's birthday today. So I got distracted for a second. All right, A small handful of town hall frequent flyers from Hampton Bay showed up to both wish the new board well and remind them that the moratorium would be expiring in February. New Southampton Town Supervisor Maria Moore kicked off the meeting with a brief statement in which she said she was honored to be on the board and said she expected the board would make uh, great strides on behalf of the town's residents according to Southampton Town's website the moratorium will allow the town board to study the current code and make sure it is sufficient to address public safety concerns and it will allow changes to the code that may force changes to the current project and can render it non-code compliant the moratorium will prevent any processing by the building, the planning board and will prevent the building inspector from issuing any permits. To construct a best facility, it also uh, prevents uh, ZBA action, zoning Board of Appeals action. More noted, the board would have a work session later this month to talk about the facility and said it it seems like we will have to extend the moratorium since it's coming up soon. All right, so here's why I pulled up my phone. Reading the weather in West Islip in honor of Michael Backey scoring the game-winning TD uh, November 22nd of 1969, when they were playing Brentwood last game of the season, he was showing me a photo uh, of uh, that game. And uh, when he was 17 years old, I'll be posting that on the uh, Heart of the East and and the WLIWFM Instagram. Uh, probably after I start playing some music, uh, Robbie Hart joining us. Uh, who will be one of the musicians slated for the next Folky Fest. Uh, let's see what's going on in Iceland. Looking like partly sunny with a high near 43 degrees in West Iceland today. Northwest wind 8 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight mostly clear with a low around 23 degrees. chill values very cold between 10 and 15 uh, degrees north wind. 11 to 17 miles per hour right now. It's 38 degrees. I've wrapped the playlist all around two tracks by Robbie Hart. I believe it's got I would in the title. So we've got would would I, would that I, why would I now, songs like that. So Hozier, the Decembrist, the Districts. Ryan Bingham and Junior Sisk, before Ray Charles and Judy Carmichael. But first, Maggie Lindemann, right here on the Heart Morning and Midnight Show, featuring music from all decades and genres, interviews with folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
1: Older, I'd have less on my shoulders I can't tell if I'm sad or poor Most nights I am not sober L.A.'s making me colder I've got voices I can't ignore Everything is never enough If I wasn't afraid of love, yeah I would've loved, yeah If I wasn't so insecure If I wasn't easy to hurt, then I wouldn't hurt If all of my friends wanted to jump, would I, would I? If I could feel nothing, if I could feel numb, would I, would I? If I could forget you without all the drugs, could I, could I? If all of my friends wanted to jump, would would I, would I, would I, would I?
2: Her hair like the branch of a tree willow dancing on air
0: That I from Hozier's 2019 record, Wasteland Baby, going back to 2015 to the Decemberist Flora Songs EP, Why Would I Now? Right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Have I ever
3: lost your way?
0: Thank you for being with us. Have I ever
3: left you way late? Have I ever come and stay? Why would I?
0: From the Decemberists to the districts, you get a little bit of it all here on the Heart Morning and Midnight Show, featuring music from all decades and genres. I'm Jenna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you're exactly where you ought to be. Right here with us on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. She You're listening to WLIWFM. Ray Charles, Judy Mark, Judy Carmichael, Boss for the People, and Le A Little Johnny Cash after that. But first, Junior Sisk, right here on Long Island's only NPR radio station.
4: He said hard work never killed a man and grandpa ought to know. He must have walked 10,000 miles down the old corn road Following behind the cloud with an old mule called Jim I don't know who had a harder head, that old mule, or him Wake up, boy, get out of bed, don't you think you slept enough? There's lots of work a boy can do before the sun comes up There's cows to milk, a hog to feed, the chickens must be fed Hardwick's gonna kill you, boy, by now would be dead South end of the mule Following a plow all day will change your attitude About the way you view life How hard you work in school His work was not to punish But as a teaching tool Wake up, boy, get out of bed Don't you think you slept enough There's lots of work a boy can do Before the sun comes up There's cows cast milk the, feet, the chickens must be fed, and if hard gonna kill you, boy, by now. slept enough. There's lots of work the boy can do before the sun comes up. There's cows to milk, a hog to feed, the chickens must be fed. And if hard work's gonna kill you, boy, by now would be dead. And if hard work's gonna kill you, boy, by now would be dead.
0: You can hear Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired right here on WLIWFM Sunday nights at 7 o'clock. Spots the People from the 2011 record Torches. I would do anything for you. Same title as the last track. Stay with us.
5: Night champagne and wine, Daddy's race, Mama's fire. You're drunk, we fly so high.
0: Doesn't this kind of remind
5: you of John Devello? Let's say, What do you think, John?
0: you never go la 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 low pair my night the records from 2015 don't ring in right the title track from johnny cash's 1978 record on deck Here are on w l i w f m Get you
5: by my side let's see the cake a troubled mind Build up the
6: I was sitting here thinking about old times Some old times Some old friends And suddenly it crossed my mind That I would like to see you again Remember how we used to walk and talk Walk and talk holding hands Said we loved each other I recall Made a lot of future plans But the years have come and gone And a whole lot has happened since then But tonight babe your memory's awfully strong on my mind And I would like to see you again It's funny how an old flame comes back Come on back Make you blue But I just saw a picture of a railroad track And some old shack And me and you Guess I better straighten out my mind Straighten it out Go to bed And pray that I don't dream about old times Some old times Gone and dead The years have come and gone And a whole lot has happened since then But tonight, babe, your memory's awfully strong on my mind, and I would like to see you again. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I love a little johnny cash in the morning right john hartford not quite leading you in MPR news break we've got the Bo brummels on the back right here on the heart morning and midnight show
7: well, I would not be here if I hadn't been there. And I wouldn't have been there if I hadn't just turned. On Wednesday the 3rd in the late afternoon, got to talking with George, who works out in the back. And, and only because he was getting off early to go see a man at a Baker Street bookstore with a rare first edition of Steamboats and Cotton, a book he would never have sought in the first place. Had he not been inspired by a fifth grade replacement school teacher in Kirkwood who was picked just at random by some man on a school board that couldn't care less and she wouldn't have been a working if not for her oh husband my God, is that to Kirkwood, move Missouri? two months prior to work in the office of a man he had met while he served in the army and only because they were in the same barracks an accident caused by a poorly made roster mixed up on the desk of a sergeant from Denver who wouldn't been in but for being in back of a car he was riding before he enlisted That hit a cement truck and killed both his buddies But a backseat flew up there, spared him from dying And only because of the fault of a workman Who forgot to turn screws on a line up in Detroit Cause he hollered at Sam who's hateful that morning Hung over from drinking alone at a tavern Because of a woman he wished he'd not married He met long ago at a Jewish bar Bar mitzvah for the son of a man who had moved there from Jersey who managed the drugstore that sold the prescription that <laughs> cured up the sunburny he caught way last summer.
0: Oh I love that. How have I never heard that song before? I've heard this one before Go back to 65 for this. I knew the words To tell you just
8: the way I feel I would be more than happy Our love is more than real If I could explain The lovely hours I've spent with you I would be more than happy you would be happy too It seems I love you only I hope that you do love me too And that you understand the reasons Why I love you like I do
7: I want to make you happy
2: Please make me happy
8: too
0: Left, so we'll slip in Lainey Wilson's I Would If I Could single from the current year. Right here on WLIWFM's Heart of the East End. As award winning as the station itself. You say that you would like to try. With Long Island local news on Thursday, January 4th, 2024, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. New York needs to get back to the basics when it comes to teaching kids how to read. Governor Kathy Hochul says the governor announced yesterday she wants to ditch the trendy whole language method of teaching English and get back to drilling kids on phonics and reading comprehension. Just got to say. I read the whole Hooked on Phonics series when I was very small. It helped me out quite a bit. Von Golden and Anita Bull report in the New York Post that the whole language approach teaches children to read entire words and try to understand their meaning within context. The governor's back-to-phonics proposal is supported by the powerful state teachers union, school administrators, and the New York State Parent Teachers Association. Quote, these policies are not merely the results of the latest fad, NYSUT. President Melinda Person said, I want to be really clear about this. This is the result of decades of research, brain science information from tens of thousands of studies that is driving us towards this change in instructional practice. The governor said she plans to include her plan in her state budget proposal due later this month. If it's included in the state budget, it would direct the State Department of Education to craft regulations for schools to implement into their curriculums. Hochul said she wants schools to adopt the changes by 2025. In other news, the most expensive home sale on Long Island in 2023 was the $112.5 million deal for Milestone at Meadow Lane right here in Southampton, an 11-bedroom mansion with 500 feet of oceanfront. Milestone joins a short list of homes that have ever sold for $100 million in the Hamptons. But overall, 2023 was a more muted year for ultra luxury real estate in the Hamptons after a period during the pandemic when prices soared on the East End. Jonathan LaMancha reporting on newsdate.com that waterfront estates still commanded eye popping sums, but there were fewer transactions clustered. Near the top of the market, the 10th highest sales sold for $28.1 million in 2023 compared with $40 million the previous year. According to a Newsday analysis of data from real estate appraiser John Jonathan Miller, Property Records and Media reports, there are four sales on this year's list that went for $50 million or more, the fewest since 2020. But from 2017 to 2019, there weren't any homes sold for that much. Top sales stand apart from the broader Hamptons market, which slowed down last year because of a combination of rising interest rates and a shortage of listings. While many Hampton buyers don't use a mortgage, higher interest rates can cut into the investment income. Oh, my God, that hurt my heart a little bit to say. And corporate profits that help drive the Hamptons real estate market. Many Hamptons buyers don't use a mortgage. Sorry. The median price among all Hamptons sales from July to September was $1.4 million, down 11.4% from the same period a year earlier. The number of home sales in the Hamptons was down 38.5% year-to-date through the end of September, according to the latest quarterly data available from Miller Samuel and Douglas Elliman. Quote, real estate out here is the economic driver. That quote from Judy DeSantis. Desiderio, excuse me, CEO of Town & Country Real Estate, which has eight offices on the east end. Judy added, when you sell a house, you hire a painter, a landscaper, a decorator, you buy furniture, you buy curtains, sometimes you change a bathroom or kitchen. You employ so many people with every sale that happens out here. All those other services are definitely negatively impacted. It's not just the lawyers, the brokers, and the title people those that are immediately connected, there's all these ancillary things. And finally, East Hampton Village will once again make its coveted non-resident beach parking permits available to East Hampton Town residents at a discounted price for one day only and only if purchased in person on Tuesday, January 23rd at the East Hampton Emergency Services Building on North Main Street in East Hampton. Michael Wright reporting on 27East.com that as with last year, the permits will go on sale at 9 a.m. at a cost of $500 each. They will only be available at that price for the one day. The rain-snow date will be Friday, January 26th and go on sale online on February 1st for $7.50. The application form that must be submitted to East Hampton Village staff at the in-person sale is available on the Village website, easthamptonvillage.org. Permits are required for parking at Georgia Beach, Main Beach, Wyborg uh, Beach, Egypt Lane, and Two Mile Hollow Beach. Just 3,100 of the non resident permits are issued each year in the form of digital registration linked to license plates and enforced with a plate scanner mounted on a patrol vehicle. Reading the weather in Center Maridges in honor of the next Folky Fest at the Mauritius Community Center. It's a Saturday show, January 20th. Uh, speaking of 20, a 20% chance of snow showers before 10 a.m. today in center Mauritius, cloudy otherwise, then gradually becoming mostly sunny today with a high near 42 degrees northwest wind, 7 to 14 miles per hour, mostly clear. Tonight, Other uh, with a low around 22 degrees wind chill, values between 20, 10 and 20 uh, degrees northwest wind, 13 to 18 miles per hour. Right now it's 36 degrees, not just in honor of Folky Fest, but in honor of one of the performers, Robbie Hart, in the studio with us already. I'm not going to give her to you yet. You're just going to have to wait. Uh, let's see. I'm going to like get rid of most of the tracks that I was like prepared to play before. Let's see. I'm going to play one that's like kind of trendy, It's from a band called, or uh, an artist, Eli, 2023 single, What I Would Do. I'll give you how far I would go by the lowest pair, maybe. I'll definitely play uh, What Would You Say from Dave Matthews' 1994 record, Under the Table and Dreaming. And I will then play Robbie. What's the track, the first track we're going to hear from you? It's got wood in the title. I would sticks and stone. Oh, no, I would still pick you. I would still pick you.
9: I was going all to sticks because of wood. All <laughs> of
0: these, all of these are I would songs that we played, all to honor. I would still pick you. I would pick you every time, Robbie. All right, we'll be back with Robbie Hart right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. WLIWFM, streaming online throughout the East End and Coastal Connecticut on 88.3 FM, 96.9 in Central and Western Suffolk County, streaming online wherever you may be at WLIW.org radio. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Eli and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
10: Girl, you know I'd castrate anyone who looked at you the wrong way. I don't care. It would be the last day. Nail them to a cross until they vacate from this. I'm a full short, mercy and your grace are at my support, I need you, now it's getting clearer, everything I do is for your glory, it's all you, what would
0: so i'm having too hard a time not talking to my guest and uh, i i am very adamant about everything being so real I, I love for you all to like share in the experience and the interview and i'm already hearing too much i'm going la 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 and i'm and i'm feeling so rude so we have robbie hart in the studio with us it's our first time Meeting and it's already been so wonderful.
9: Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, John. Oh my gosh, we have to play your song though.
0: But we (laughs) will. We will. We'll. We'll just do one of those things where we like we put it into the. Okay. So so first of all, um, what were you just saying to me?
9: I was just saying good morning and thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. We were we were just talking about being real, keeping things real. real.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, and there's a lot of like, it's, it's so funny because it's like almost like, like authenticity has become this like buzzword where, where I'm starting to see, where I'm starting to see it almost like misused. where like, you hear, you see a lot of people that like, are like, you know, talking about like being authentic, but you know.
9: Well, I think you have to put a little bit of weight behind those words. Yes. I think it's necessary to demonstrate the authenticity. It's so important because people gravitate t- toward that, even though we live in this world of perfection and everything and being polished. Well, and I, I, for, as a, for me as a media consumer,
0: like from from that point of view, and I, I went to school for photography. And so, you know, in, in uh, advanced techniques, we learned all about the beauty lighting. And uh, about, you know, really uh, making a beautiful portrait, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But nothing turns me off more than like the ring light mm-hmm. uh, reflection in the Nine eye. <laughs> when when like like a mom is like just talking about something in her kitchen. And I'm like, girl, you're like, you know, I, I, overproduction kind of turns me off. AI arts, when things are like to a certain, I really, you're right, people gravitate towards
9: I think, I think there's a lot to unpack there, you know, as being both being an artist and then being a consumer. I think that I have the same opinion. I think that we did grow up uh, accepting that portraits that are in magazines are airbrushed and touched up. Right. But the everyday person should be an everyday person
0: right. and
9: a woman standing in the kitchen talking about her kid is doing the most beautiful thing in the world you yes. don't need a halo light you're no. already shining and being beautiful because you're you're exuding that beauty for for doing something amazing and talking about something that you're passionate about and I 100% agree with you
0: because she was like can I take your picture and I was <laughs> like well Robbie yes of course but I plan to be so much more beautiful for you this morning I was like, oh, you know, I want to like do the makeup and put the contacts in. But then I had to put icing on the cupcakes (laughs) and and get the kid dressed for her. You know,
9: birthday and going to daycare. But that's so much more important. Oh, those yeah. things have so much more weight and so much more value. And, and I think those
0: are the ones I chose.
9: <sighs> and you look beautiful. Let me just add hey, that that's how this conversation so started. You. That I, I just said, you know, I am all about authenticity and being real. And I think that you look beautiful. And can you that, feel it? Yeah. I think can you I, feel the real? <laughs> do, you, do you feel the real? I that's... think it's so important. And it's always important to let people know, like that. You know, being real is beautiful. Yes.
0: So speaking of real, you were sharing a little bit about your journey as a mom as well before we got on the air. Um, Do you want to do that and then play I Would Still Pick You? Or when should we play it? I
9: will let you pick when you think is the right time to play it.
0: You know the song. You know your story. And you know this track. Okay. So, so you know, produce a little bit. Let me know how this should go.
9: Okay, so we're going to have to take it a couple of steps back because I would still pick you Is a couple of years down the line after everything that we've been through. So we have to start talking about it first. I think so. I think that's a great idea. So thank you very much for the introduction. Thank you for welcoming me, and thank you for giving me an opportunity to talk about my music and my journey. So thank you very much, and thank you to all the listeners.
0: And thank you for your patience because uh, I was very – I th- we we jumped in.
9: That's you know what? I think those we sometimes are in. the best things, you know? I think being real and and letting things take their their course, course is so much more interesting than scripting and doing something like very Girl. scripted because then the natural things come just, out. Did we just
0: did we just become best friends? It's I think like, so. <laughs> this is like how finding your tribe works, my friends.
9: I think so, and I think that that also goes a lot to say that I think that when you're yourself you attract people who are like-minded and when you project something people that are similar-minded they're attracted to what you're doing because they're along the same mindset and i think that there's strength in numbers and if we all kind of get together we pull our resources and we we share the same message we could change things we Uh, can make being real
0: i'll quote dr Frankenfooter from rocky horror don't just dream it be it absolutely That movie rocks. (laughs)
9: Okay, Robbie, go ahead. Okay, so I'm gonna take you all back quite a few years now. Uh, I'm originally from Montreal, Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a Canuck. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a transplant. I moved here in uh, 2007 to get married. Okay. There's a couple of songs written about it. Okay. So the story goes I was in Starbucks in Hawaii actually let me back it up i i, I didn't even everyone this has
0: box. this story Th- by no no the way.
9: nobody has this story <laughs> i tried to sell it to starbucks they didn't want it you're oh, like no we're good okay so the truth this this is they the missed out well, they just did. so you know they did
0: and so, and if you're listening and you're from starbucks you know okay. we the, they can still
9: they can still do it you can still, I'll still do sell it. them the right yeah okay go ahead <laughs> okay so the true story goes like this i was living in montreal And I was going to take a trip to Paris by myself. I was doing a writing trip. I had everything planned. Everything was ready to go. And I'm superstitious. And I kept getting these signs that were telling me, no, this is becoming insurmountably difficult. And it wasn't supposed to be. But you were listening, right? But but I was listening. I was like, somebody's trying to tell me something. And I'm like, that's not supposed to happen.
0: Follow your intuition. Yeah.
9: So like after like three big signs, I was like, "Okay, that's it. I am not going to Paris by myself right now. But I have all this vacation time. I have all this money I've saved up. I want to go somewhere. I want to write. I want to sit at a window cafe and write. So at the very last second, I changed my plan and I went to Hawaii. Oh,
0: you did the right thing. I did.
9: And the first day that I was in Hawaii. Nothing against
0: Paris. Paris is beautiful, but...
9: No. Uh, And I don't think the story would have sounded the same if it happened in Paris. So I was in Hawaii. I'm sitting at Starbucks. I'm looking out the window. I'm writing. I'm having my coffee. I'm living the dream. You could see water from from the Starbucks? It wasn't the water. It was like like maybe a block away from the beach. Okay. And I'm like enjoying myself and all of a sudden I'm writing this story about how this man and this woman randomly meet in the most random way. And as I'm writing it on the paper, this man came up to me and started talking to me. And I'm like, I'm looking up from my page and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is the most handsome man I've ever seen coming up to me, walking up to me, randomly talking to me and saying hi. It's like I just dreamt him up from my paper. I like whipped him up out of my story and he came right to life in front of me.
0: I love it. Yeah.
9: So uh, we started talking. We ended up going Although, on a date. Although, guys,
0: there's a lot of a lot of true crime stories <laughs> start that way as well.
9: Yes. Yes. Well. So this is this is so funny because I was writing in a book and the book had a cover and had hearts on it, and so he's talking to me. He's like, "Oh, do you like everything?" He's like, "You like hearts?" I'm like, "Oh, I love everything with hearts, hearts and stars." He's like, "Well, you just met Mr. Heart at Starbucks." Oh. And yes. I said See, no. True crime. <laughs> <laughs> so of course i asked him for his license took a picture texted it to my mom and dad. yeah <laughs> i'm like smart girl yeah, smart girl you gotta play it smart but yeah so i ended up meeting the love of my life in oh, starbucks so in hawaii and i wrote a song about it i it's, love it thank you it's called out of the blue it's a dream i didn't know i had came true and it talks about how i traded paris for paradise and i found love uh, out of the blue in starbucks in
0: hawaii i see what you did yeah i
9: did all said, right, and,
0: and, of course, we've got to touch on the fact that your name is Robbie Hart. Yes. And, of course, you share that with...
9: Adam Sandler. Yeah. It's my favorite.
0: Oh, yeah. I love Adam Let's Sandler. Let's talk about how much we love The Wedding Singer, just very briefly.
9: <laughs> it's so funny because I really love that movie so much. I loved his character so much. I was, like, pining over him slightly in the movie. And then when I married my husband, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he, oh, he really is Mr. Hart. He really is Mr. Hart. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I didn't make that up.
0: Wow. Um, okay. So it's more Hallmark movie.
9: Yeah. It's more her- It's D-rated. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's more like D-rated. Okay. But yeah, it, it's great. And it's funny because I love Adam Sandler. I think that he actually shares a couple of personality traits with my husband. And uh, I think that there's... Oh, those
0: are, that's a good person to share oh, yeah. personality traits with. Funny,
9: humorous, like very... Chill? I, I, I think that Adam Sandler seems to be very loyal. I think he's somebody who's very like chill, low-key, and loyal. And I, I don't know. I just get really good Good vibes from him so yeah. I'm just like that's that's really cool but uh yeah so anytime I'd be on, on social media or doing radio interviews people would say to me are you the wedding singer and I'm like no I'm not the wedding yes, singer yes I am yeah. <laughs> yes yes I am but it goes through cycles I mean I think I went through like a couple of years where people would ask me that and then they stopped and I'm like okay good maybe they figured out that I'm a woman well and- it's
0: because also um, it's been a few years exactly so like if Robbie Hart you know that's like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a cool, cool person dog whistle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like if you're real, if you're a cool person, you're like, oh, a wedding singer. That's it. Robbie Hart.
9: That's it. Yeah. That was a great movie. I absolutely love it. I love the Billy Idol. solo at the end of the yeah. movie, that was, Dude, I love, oh, Billy Idol's awesome. And also, oh,
0: no, no, hold on. I'm, I'm thinking of something else. Drew Barrymore. I, no, I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of Wedding Crashers, oh. and when or is it Wedding Crashers? With the wedding singer in Wedding Crashers, I can't. turn around when they do um... Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Oh,
9: I can't remember. Um, that's a... it's
0: it's very it's a sweary one. Oh, it's, it's explicit and it's very funny. But there's I think there is a moment when he is uh, I think it's John Lovitz and uh, someone else I don't know. But there's people who are um, what auditioning. To be wedding singers, that she's she's doing and they're not working out. That's a really funny scene. But the specific memory that I was uh, bringing up is actually from Wedding Crashers, I think. All right. That aside. All right. So fast forward. How uh, did you? How did you? Then you had a daughter.
9: Yes. Yeah, so what happened was, so we met in Hawaii. We uh, started dating, then long distance r- relationship for a couple of years. We ended up getting engaged. Then I moved to New York in 2007 to get married. Okay. So we got married, and um, where did you get married? In Smithtown. Okay. So it was it was very uh, beautiful. It's, very different from where I'm from, and it was just really nice to be here. Your and be- family came? Yeah, my family Aww. all came. Yeah, my whole family's still in Aww. Canada. Yeah, it was really, really and, sweet. Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah, it was really sweet. Did and they have fun? Yeah, they did. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful day. It was absolutely amazing, so it was magical. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard to imagine, like, several years ago that I would be moving to the U.S. and getting married because it was never even on the agenda was never anywhere on the map in my That's life. So beautiful. It was just so crazy how I it happened. I
0: love how life is like that.
9: Yep. And so because uh, it feels like
0: sometimes when you're, you know, at a certain point, which I, you probably you might have been in the pair where you're like, when is my life? It's like the tangled. When will my life be? You're like waiting for life to unfold. Yes. And you're like, when the heck does this happen? And then it happens and you're like, oh, my God.
9: So you know how we've been doing this thing all morning where we kind of like segue into each other and to something they were like, we have to talk about that. We have yes. to talk about that. So I can't say anything too, too much just yet. Okay. But I am working on a, a song project that's going to be out really, really soon oh, that I can't already. talk about just yet. But it's along those lines. So You'll let you, me know about you, it. When I think it that you, you're you reading my mind today.
0: <laughs> I do that sometimes. Yes, I feel it. I um, think it's just from like because I think everyone kind of has that ability but it, 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 it comes with practice. Like, okay, Definitely. Uh, you can remember your dreams better if you make a practice of writing them down. So when you start writing your dreams down, you'll start remembering them more. When you're the type of person that uh, notices or is sensitive to uh, subtlety and signs, like mm-hmm. different things, you start to pick up. It, all sorts of stuff.
9: Definitely, I 100 percent agree. And also, a side note: if you write your dreams while you're awake, they'll also help make your dreams come true. <laughs> Ooh, so you write your dreams while yeah, you're awake. Little
0: manifestation. Write your tips. dreams.
9: Make sure you guys write it down. But um, like your your waking dreams, like what yeah, you want, what you want in life. Oh, yeah. Write it down. You oh, gotta write, write down, it down what you
0: want. Oh, I that's I, I definitely did the same with my partner. You have to. Manif- I would write things like 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 my. I think I said my man, but I was like, my, my person is right around the corner. And then they ended up working like in my neighborhood.
9: That's and I insane. was like, yeah. But that's like how it works. It is. I think I try to tell my daughter this all the time. You know, if you don't know what you want, how is the universe going to deliver it to you? Oh, yeah. That, then, you can't say, like, I want to be successful. Well, define success. Right. Define, what does that define mean? Define goals. To you? I mean, you have to have like actual things to write down. Like, Things do, you want to achieve and vision board. I haven't done it yet, but it sounds fun. So I haven't done that one yet either, and I think I'm overwhelmed with the idea of like cutting and pasting pictures and stuff. I'm-
0: I would be like, I would, I would end up stuck in the collecting phase because <laughs> I would be like, oh, I want, you know, because I start to imagine all the the pictures that can be, which is sort of why I playlist the way I do with the with uh, tying myself. To certain words, because I feel like if I didn't have an anchor, oh my gosh, I, it would be just I I would end up sitting there with almost like writer's block.
9: I understand like, what you're saying. Can, you need I can go
0: a f- in any direction. Yeah,
9: you need a focus, something to weigh you. I get it, and I think it's hard too because sometimes there's a. You ask for like one song to describe you, but there's a little bit in this song. There's a little bit in that yeah. song. It's like there's pieces of everything that, when you put them all together, it gives it's you like the whole m- picture. So Meredith, it's different. wait, Meredith. Oh, Meredith well, Brooks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know where you you're know, going. I you
0: know, know what going. song I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> See, that's another cool person dog whistle. There you go. If you're out
9: there, you're like, you're like, what song
0: are they talking about, girl? I feel you it now. I feel it. So we got to we got to talk about what I would still pick you. So let's get okay.
9: So we have to go back to the beginning. Okay. So I moved to New York in 2007 to get married to my honey. We got married. I became Mrs. Hart, which is you know a dream on its own. Yes. (laughs) um about a year later uh, i was pregnant expecting our first daughter and it was very exciting unfortunately i got badly injured while i was pregnant oh what happened i had a spine injury oh my was, gosh yeah it was really it was very how difficult. far down uh, low okay yeah it was very very difficult it was a very very difficult time and
0: um are you comfortable talking about how it happened
9: um i'll just what how are,
0: what are you comfortable saying well
9: I'll just say this because I don't try to focus on negative. Got it. I want to try to kind of. However you want to yeah. say it. It's your, so your what, story. So what happened was I was three months pregnant. So I had a bad injury. It was mm-hmm. very, very bad. And um, it was excruciatingly painful. I, I can was, only imagine. I was um, in bed rest for months and it was like in excruciating pain. It was the most difficult time of my life. So I just. And moved. then what
0: did they do for you? Because you're pregnant and. Not much. Because you, like, I imagine there's limitations Definitely. for medication.
9: Definitely. So what ended up happening was I was alone here because I didn't have family here. And I didn't have any network of friends or people or cool this. people dog whistle. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, because I just moved here, you hadn't found so your tribe. I hadn't found my tribe. And I was my husband was out working all the time, so it was just me. And then uh, it was like the most difficult time. I couldn't really walk. I couldn't do much. I had had. And then after my daughter was born, they're like, "Oh, it's going to be much better after she's born. You know, you'll be fine." And then it ended up being worse. Oh. And then I had to go through several years of pain intervention I've had like several pain procedures uh, surgery and nothing made the pain better but as a result of being in severe chronic pain and my whole nervous system was like so disrupted I had lost my ability to sing oh my
0: god! so it was
9: always my dream to be a professional singer my entire life I wanted to sing and like most people I shelved it I was like one day when I have time one day when I have a career and I have money put aside or one day when I can you know and that day just never came. And all of a sudden, I found myself at home with this Serious injury, lost my voice, lost my ability to sing, and I was like, for the first time in my life, I couldn't sing my way through the hard times. Which right. is what you do, right? Like you sing. That was well for you. That was your that was your coping. It was my coping, and so I couldn't sing. I couldn't move my mouth to music. It was so difficult. I lost my voice. I didn't know if it would ever come back.
0: And that just like and it was splinters your It
9: did because you know being so far from everybody and being so like on my own and
0: and also with the tools that you are used to having exactly taken from you as well to deal with it
9: and yes and i think the part that made it the worst was that i didn't know if the ability would ever come back so right. as far as i knew it had not only been si- i had been sidelined but i'd been sidelined and silenced and my voice my means to communicate with the world had been taken away from me and i felt so helpless right. and i went from this exuberant young like Outgoing person to this withdrawn person who was just, who had accepted that I was in this horrible state of pain and nothing was ever going to change. It It, was just going to be like that forever. But would you still pick your daughter? Is that what this song is about? Nope. Uh, oh. I, I have I have plenty of songs written about her, but uh, so we're gonna fast forward. Um, my daughter comes into play,
0: but she she, she would still pick you.
9: I would de- I would yes. definitely. She's my she's my reason to rise, and that's the <laughs> other song that I was gonna mention. But so what happened was when my daughter was about two and a half, she was diagnosed with autism. Okay, and we're very open about it. We're very outgoing about it. We we're not shy about it because there's neuro, nothing wrong. Neuro with her. Neurodivergency is not. You know, there's nothing shameful. It's not a handicap. It's it's a superpower. Absolutely. That's what I tell her. Yeah. And when she was about seven, we sat her down and we're like, "Okay, you're having a little bit of a challenge with these things because you have something that makes it a little bit harder for you. There's nothing wrong with you. Which,
0: by the way, you know, when I say like neurodivergency is a superpower, not that there are not challenges. Of course. And everyone's story and situation is different. I
9: literally used those words to tell her. I was like, you have a superpower. You're amazing at math and science. You're great at spelling and you're reading, but you have a hard time with social things and cues and whatnot. But the, the crux of it came down to me telling her, you know, I had this list. I had researched the list of everybody who had autism, famous people, actors, oh, like love inventors, this. musicians, politicians, like I went out Miss America, like, and I said, you can do anything, it's you can so be true. anything, nothing is holding you back, even if you ever feel that this is going to stand in your way. And as I'm telling my daughter this, now she has her super par- power, spidey sense, I'm telling her this, and I can't get off the couch and do what I want to do with my life, because right. I have a disability. And I'm like, okay, that's not going to fly. Like, she's not going to believe what I'm telling her.
0: Because children look to you to see what are you doing.
9: That's right. And I, I realized at that moment, I said, "Okay, I've just told her that having her different ability might make it harder, but she can still do it. And I'm not doing it. I need to change that. And right now. And so from that very moment, it was just over five years ago, I said, I don't care what happens? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get my voice back. I'm going to sing. I'm going to get out as much as I can, no matter where, wherever I can, whatever chances I get. And I'm going to sing because I wanted her to be proud of me. And I wanted her to see what it looks like for her mom to get up there and and chase down her dreams, no matter how many doors got slammed in her face. Oh because I was like... For sure there's gonna be a time where people are gonna say something to her and I want her to know it's okay. You get back up and you keep going. And I couldn't Many think times. of another way. And I that's couldn't...
0: that's like a that's a big a big part of like the most the the, the biggest success. Absolutely.
9: You have a lot
0: of painful moments.
9: Absolutely. And, and
0: and I don't know, really terrible behavior from the part of of people who do do not understand, who either do not understand you, are jealous of you, you know, X, Y, Z, or are, uh, you know, hurting themselves and projecting their problem, X, Y, Z. Exactly. On to you.
9: Exactly. And I try to to instill those thoughts into her and say that is not a reflection on you yes. or your abilities. Right. That's that's on them. And that has nothing to do with you. That's that's them. And I try to make sure that she understands that some things she will have to work harder for yeah. and she might have to sweat it where other people don't. But then there's some things also that that's she's, also where I mean, hard, hard work. Absolutely. And when you've really put yourself, your heart and soul into something, it comes through. Yes. And people see it. People are attracted to it because it's genuine and yeah. you can't make it up. It's just, it's true. It is what it you is. Can't, you yeah. can't fake it. You can't fake it. And
0: Authenticity,
9: it's not just a word you say, it's something that YouTube. people will just,
0: they'll smell it on you.
9: It's, it's absolutely the truth. And, uh, that was my driving force for putting myself out there, you know, with a disability at a later time in life after I've had careers and, and doing things. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to let anything hold me back anymore. I love and this. And I don't care. I don't care if people laugh at me. I don't care if people tell me, like, oh, get get off the stage, you know, or whatever. I, I wasn't even concerned. I just said I have to do this. I have to have to do this. And I did. And I haven't looked back ever since. And the journey has been absolutely incredible. And... Uh, we, you know, you're asking me about, I would still pick you. Yes. So I will fast forward to that. Cause we got it. We got to play the song. Yes. Okay. But I've written countless songs about my daughter, which you could find. Oh wait, on all your, of my... What's your daughter's name? Kayla. Kayla. Mm-hmm. We love you. I love Kayla. Too. She's such an inspiration in my life and she is my driving force. And she is my reason to rise. She is why I do what I do and why I get up every morning. Oh,
0: also, um, she's in a, a year for me. <laughs> she's at a time in her life. Yeah. I will say was my least favorite. Yeah. And I just want to send some strength to Kayla. Thank you. Because it's not easy.
9: Yeah. But she she's making it look easy. So God bless. But no, thank you. No. So I Would Still Pick You. Fast Forward is a song. It's a dreamy love song about that once-in-a-lifetime oh. love that you would choose over and over again. Oh. No matter what you've been through, no matter the obstacles, even if I had a fortune teller tell me at the very beginning – that I would go through all of this the injury, this, that I have an accident, this, the hardships. I would still do it over and over and over again. Oh, this is And Mr. that's what Hart. the song is about. This is for Mr. Hart. <laughs> it's called I Would Still Pick You. And it's really about that once in a lifetime love that no matter what you've been through, you would say, I do over and over.
0: Right here on WLIWFM's Heart of the East End, it's Robbie Hart's I Would Still Pick You. We'll be back.
11: Even if I do then, well, I don't know. I'm to think, cause baby somehow you walked in and swept me up on my feet. Like my fingers on this guitar You have your hands worked around my life Nobody knows how the future unfolds with me.
0: Robbie Hart, I would still pick you right here on WLIWFM. WFM. You can see Robbie perform on Saturday, January 20th, 2 to 5 p.m. at the Mauritius Community Center. Folky Fest, A Little Bit Country, will feature... At Robbie, the second hands, Natalie Ann, Dustin Loman, and Gene Casey, our very own from right here on WLIWFM, and the weekend jamboree with Gene Casey, Saturdays at three and Sundays at eleven. Here in the uh, WLIWFM studio with Robbie, we sort of did our interview already. That's okay. I'm I'm really grateful. That um, you were here.
9: Thank you. Thank you us. so much. It's been so wonderful chatting with you.
0: I've i loved it. Did you want to play? So, did you want to play Sticks and Stones?
9: Um, I was actually going to see if you want if you wanted me to play a song. I'd love to play Too Pretty to oh. be Home. If oh. that would be OK. Play Too Pretty to be Home. OK. Just I just need one second to go grab Gertrude. All right.
0: So I'm going to play Sticks and Stones. I'm going to play. I'll play Sticks and Stones by the Zombies. And well, she gets Gertrude ready. And then we'll be right back right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. same. Robbie Hart, but I want to give you one more. 50 years after the zombies recorded sticks and stones on the begin here. Record of 65. William Clark Gle- Green recorded sticks and stones on his Ringling Road record. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI WFM. We'll be back. town. All right, we only have a couple minutes left so we're back with robbie hart uh again you can see robbie perform at the Merches community center on january 20th two
9: to five for the next folky fest
0: all right robbie tell us about too pretty to be home
9: thank you too pretty to be like when you're all dressed up and you have this amazing vibe like you want to go out and have a good time and at the last minute your plans don't come through or you get cancelled or maybe your babysitter can't come and you look and feel amazing and you don't want to lose that vibe just because it feels so good Uh, so what do you do? You turn up your radio really loud you sing and dance and you make a party of your own and the song really does speak to just taking a chance and making the best of a situation This is too pretty to be home.
11: the day gone by in the blink of an eye keep staring at the walls and sleepless has been cold and waiting all week long to let my head down got all glad up to have a light on the town I'm ready to rock and roll Feels so damn good to let go ready I'm thinking of my favorite tonight. the but it's Saturday, right? Gonna dance to the sunlight. This girl is ready to go. My plans are off and lights, so then it turn me on. On this heat, and I got no little boots. So I'm here dancing alone. Looking too pretty to be home. I hope that Trish doesn't mind if me and Gar spend some time singing duets in my room. It's just a thing that we do. I know it ain't wrong Cause I'm and alone. Yeah, it's the soul out show, Sorry no one else can go I'm ready to rock and roll Don't need a no place to go Ready, I'm cranking my favorite tonight My son and my split, Saturday right Gonna dance to the sunlight This girl is ready to go My plans are off and then so. My toes, looking too pretty to be home oh, from my head to
0: my toes looking too pretty to be home Robbie Hart on WLIWFM leading you into the NPR news break with Reba McIntyre all dressed up with nowhere to go from the for my broken heart record of 1991. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome, and we can't thank you enough for being with us this and every morning on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
12: the says families welcome at the Oaks Retirement Home, but mostly no. But it's almost noon on Sunday. She's been sitting in the lobby since nine. She's all dressed up in her best hat and gloves. She's all dressed up. She's watching.